0: Joined now by Springfield Park Board Trustee, Chris Tylan, here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Alderman Tylan, uh, now Park Board Trustee Tylan, and it's good to talk with you again, man. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: You know, uh, we're, we're here uh, each and every morning... Uh, Bright and early, even with the uh, temperatures being four degrees out there. Uh, so I wanted to bring you on because yesterday, with the council roundup reviewing Tuesday night's meeting, there was a lot of talk about uh, extending the Enos Park TIF district and the uh, a different TIF district as well and trying to get on board various other um, taxing bodies to sign on with a letter to get to the state legislature to extend these things. But it came up that there's an ordinance in front of the city council, a body you used to be a part of, uh, where uh, the agreement was for the park district to get uh, 600 plus thousand dollars if they sign on to this uh, uh, letter uh, to go to the state house with a proposal to extend uh, some TIF districts what's
1: going on here well what it is is uh we've got we were requested to sign off obviously kind of like the capital township and uh school board and the t- park board discussed it and we didn't see where there was any benefit to the park board because the city of Springfield already has 10 existing TIFs. They used to have 11, if you count the old Fiat Alice that that they let expire. Now, each one of these TIFs goes on for 23 years and then can be extended for 12 years. And in the case of the downtown TIF, they've got extended a second time. So that'll be 47 years that the taxing bodies are giving up their property taxes which in the case of the park board, that's their primary source of
0: income. You know, I, want, I want to stop there just to kind of unpack that a bit, because that's an important conversation I've had with the uh, school board in the past when it comes to TIF districts. Uh, but it, we're hearing it again now with the uh, the, the the park district. Uh, we're talking with uh, Springfield Park Board Trustee Chris Tylan here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. And Chris, if you are on speakerphone, if you could just take that off because it's a little echoey. Uh, but I do want you to focus on uh, the, I guess, you know, TIF districts. Let's, let's start with... What they are uh, and how, when a TIF district's created, it impacts other taxing bodies like a school district, like a park district, like a library district, like a community college district, like an airport district, like a... You know, we can go on and on and on with all these different taxing bodies there
1: are. And these smaller taxing bodies have limited income sources. Not all of us can pass a uh, 1% sales tax referendum like the school board (laughs) So what we're looking at is we are – the park district and these other smaller taxing bodies are giving up their income, like I said, for at least a minimum of 23 years on a TIF district, and that's a tax increment financing district. The plan is to take those property tax dollars, have that bigger body that that formed the TIF district, in this case the city – realize those dollars and put them to use inside that physical boundary for reinvestment into normally bodies that pay property tax. So somebody might turn around and have a building that needs some uh, repairs or some facelifts or some things of that nature, some modernization. They apply with a business development agreement with the city of Springfield And then they go and they make the improvements and then they go in for reimbursement for the things that they can. Uh, Matter of fact, that's what the, you know, recently here in the news we had those buildings that are on uh, Monroe between fifth and sixth, the, the former Rick Lawrence projects. We had a lot of money
0: that was um,
1: projected to go to those projects and then uh, because the work wasn't done the money was not sent there right
0: so we've got this idea of the tiff uh and you know, you guys are still getting money all the taxing bodies are still getting money but it's capped and any increased property value that increased tax money that should be going to all of the various taxing districts the park district the school board the city and etc uh the the new tax dollars, the increased tax dollars, go into that pool to this fund. right to help facilitate uh, investment in the community. Um, but ultimately, what you're, what you're saying here is the the request to get I think it's up to seven hundred thousand dollars. I don't have the exact figure in front of me, but the request for the city to give the park district that money is in recognition of what ultimately is the outcome of TIF districts in limiting the ability for smaller taxing bodies to see increased uh, revenue?
1: Well, in, in in this case, kind of like you said, it's a 680,000, and it's all for... It comes directly from the prog- planned project list for both German and Enos Park. Um, it is projected to be less than what are perceived... Um, estimated tax dollars would be from the from the 12 years of the extension right
0: so like that, um, that, that's less than what you guys would have gotten if property values continue to increase and you guys got your share of the property tax dollars
1: and that's that's the park district's contention we say that you know if this doesn't go through you know we should get more than that and you know for us it's a, it's a win-win uh, this particular deal that uh, mayor Langfelder, worked out with uh, President Leslie Stroh and uh, Director Derek Harms. We think that it's a good thing for the this park district because we get to realize some, some money that we might otherwise, otherwise lose and we can put it directly toward those communities and improve those two parks and take them from things that people walk past. The things that are destinations for those neighborhoods, it it would actually, in our opinion, and several other people who are more real estate professionals than I am, that it would actually help increase the property values and help increase the tiff in the area by having uh, something similar to what we're planning to do in those two parks.
0: We're talking with Springfield Park Board trustee Chris Tylin here on the WMAY Morning News feed about the back and forth of this uh, idea of extending a TIF district and the park board getting uh, $680,000 for uh, signing on with that uh, that proposal to extend the TIF district. Uh, and some of the questions that were raised at the city council meeting on Tuesday, Chris, uh, included a list of you know what these dollars are going to go for. Is that list definitive or is it more kind of just, you know, we've got these proposals on a list and we may, you know, pick and choose kind of what we're going to be focusing on?
1: No, these are actually shovel-ready projects that have been uh, deferred or delayed by the Park District for multiple years. Um, these these were on there before I ever even got to the Park District. Um, what happened was, is in the process of negotiations with the mayor's office, uh, Director Harms um put together a spreadsheet that had the actual here's the shovel ready projects, including, um, for example, $125,000 for, for Venus park to get a brand new playground equipment zip line, very similar to what we have at the former Douglas park now called Duncan park. And that's a very popular new, uh, playground now that it's back open. And, Another hundred and twenty five thousand to do the same thing at Gurman Park and update the playground equipment, zip lines, things for the kids to crawl through slide through modernized um, it's we're basing that cost directly off of what the cost was over at Duncan Park and that's two fifty thousand of the six hundred eighty. Um, also, six-foot-wide asphalt walking paths through both parks, giving people um, an option for their exercise and for walks with their dogs, with their friends, uh, etc. Uh, increased lighting for uh, safety considerations. Adding a pavilion with bathrooms at uh, one of the parks and updating the bathrooms in the pavilion at the other so that it can be more of a community center, a gathering place. Um, ADA compliance. Um there's the list is about twelve fourteen items long and they're very specific. <laughs> so yeah, uh one of the things it, is it, but that's that,
0: one but that's one thing that uh, Springfield Aldermen, I think are gonna be uh, asking more of. We're talking with uh Springfield Park Board trustee uh Chris Tylan here on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh and and one of the uh, the comments that was made uh yes uh, at least Tuesday, uh we reviewed on the council roundup Wednesday, uh was from Alderman Joe McMidaman who said this sets a bad precedent. He doesn't like this concept that uh apparently the park board is now, um, uh, you know, spearheading uh, to to get money from the city in an effort to sign on to uh, a proposal like this. What's your response to that?
1: Well, I spoke with Joe yesterday, and as a matter of fact, I spoke with a a number of the aldermen, and after my discussion with Joe, when I found out that they didn't have the uh, project list, I got a hold of... uh, Director Derek Harms, and I had him get me a copy of the exact spreadsheet that was shared with the mayor's office on on November 19th, and I made sure to get it to Council Coordinator Tim Griffin, and I asked him to send it out to all the aldermen as soon as possible and to let them know that uh, the spreadsheet, which has four tabs on it, the first tab was German and Enos, and it also had three other sets of shovel-ready projects at one tab was for Chamberlain, one tab was for Comer Cox, and one tab was for um, Robin Roberts Stadium, which were also requested by the mayor's office. And, um, but the tab with Gurman and Enos is the only one that's in, in play right now. This is, that's the tab that the alderman wanted to see and list the projects. And um, I know Joe said he had some additional thinking to do and he was looking forward to seeing the, uh, the spreadsheet. Uh, Several of the other aldermen that I spoke with last evening were very grateful to have that. They said it answered a majority of the questions one particular alderman said said, man, if we had this last night we might have had only a five minute discussion.
0: <laughs> you're probably right and I wouldn't have had any content for the council roundup. That's funny. Uh, we're talking with Chris Tyland Springfield Park Board trustee uh, and, and finally here you know as as somebody who served 12 years on the Springfield City Council uh, and now is a, a uh, on another taxing body, compare and contrast
1: for us. Well, um, as you know, I, I threw myself into the finances, into being a good alderman. And I've done that for my first year and a half here at the Park District. And it's smaller, but it's also more rewarding in some ways because I'm – when I go out to the parks and we take a look at the different things and kind of get an idea of what is out there, um, people stop. They, they talk to you. They tell you the things they'd like to see at that park, the things that, it's the little things that make – life worth, li- worth living you work your 40 or in your case 70 yeah, hours right a week. yeah that's that's the truth <laughs> but you have to have that thing that makes life worth doing and for a lot of people it's it's the park they like to go and do their walk do their run take their dog have their kids out there some people don't have a big enough backyard to play catch or to play frisbee or some of the other things they do at the park The parks can be a very big part of people's lives, and I don't think I realized just how big it was until I I joined the park board and had so many people tell me the different amenities and the things that they like. And, um, you know, I think that we've done some good things there in the year and a half that I've been there. I think that uh, while some people may not have liked the renaming of Douglas Park, you know, I, I said, let's embrace this and let's make it about the city of Springfield. And when the name of Colonel Otis B. Duncan came up, a a local hero that was forgotten by history. And for those of you who haven't learned who Colonel Otis B. Duncan is, Google him. You'll be amazed at what this guy, guy has done. So we were able to rename a local park for a military veteran hero who happens to be a minority, who's a Springfield native born and raised and buried at Camp Butler. That's the kind of thing that I think I can be proud of for the rest of my life.
0: Chris Tylen, Springfield Park Board trustee, former Springfield alderman, greatly appreciate you taking time. We'll connect again soon. All right.
1: Absolutely, Greg, and try to try to you know take a rest break in between those seven. hours. Yeah,
0: not going to happen. <laughs> I, I on the weekends I turn off. I, I I turn off, and when I take vacations, I get the heck out of Dodge. So I know I appreciate uh, appreciate that. We'll talk soon. All right. All
1: right. Thanks, Greg.